next stop on this Q train from Stairwell Avenue is Brighton Beach and Ocean Parkway. Y'all stand clear to closing doors. Episode 3, live and direct, coming from the beautiful, beautiful, sunny Coney Island, Brooklyn, New York. Live from my balcony overlooking Manhattan. Warm, breezy, just another day out here. Last night was windy, rainy, cold, and unfortunately the cops shot the kids. Had the cop lights, sirens wailing, another parent holding a child in the street. Unfortunately, another black life was stolen far too soon. To commonplace occurrence in the ghetto. Can't escape that harsh reality. Another parent burying a child instead of it being the other way around. It's inexplicable to shape that feeling like death is around every corner when you live in a project because you always wonder in the back of your mind and when you're by yourself and you pray at night to whatever deity you praise. When is it going to come calling for you? When is it going to come reaching its icy cold grasp towards your frame? And I've been in situations at times growing up in the hood and I wondered, was it my time? I used to never think I would make it to see age 21. I truly thought I would never make it to see 21 because of things that I'm going through. Now, remember, I'm an immigrant kid from Rio de Janeiro. So, in Rio, it's much different. Now I'm here in the United States. I'm in Brooklyn. And I'm learning this reality, learning this new world. And shit is just different. I'm already catching on, so I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little hip for things now, you dig? I'm getting, I'm catching on, I'm getting wiser, growing older, getting smarter. So, I miss a whole year of school, an entire year of school I miss, because seven bullets from a cop's gun as he was chasing after a suspect who fired a shot at him. The cop was just aiming and just firing, and I got hit with seven different shots. One that hit me in the tooth, that hit me in the face and knocked my tooth out on the left side of my face, leaving me with the Kanye jaw. So it's a little swollen on one side. So before I had a, a, a beard, any facial hair, he used to call me Kanye. Because I reminded him of it because of the swollen part of my face. Thanks to the bullet. You know, and it never really recovered the right way. And that was at a summer tournament. In front of Stefan Marbury and Lance Stevenson, who are friends of mine. Because this was a summer tournament in Coney Island. And basketball is king. If you didn't sell drugs, you played ball. You played football. You played basketball. If you didn't rap, you didn't cut hair, you ain't sell drugs, you played a sport. Because the only way you was going to get out of, out of the hood was either death, in jail, or sporting. And that's a, that's a cold truth. You feel me? fucked up thing was 
what could I do? I'm going to do call the cops on the cops. You don't trust the police in the hood. We didn't trust they ass. The only thing I say was I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And your man ran through the basketball court firing shots off. And I got unfortunately hit. I wasn't going to get paid. It wasn't nothing going to be done for me. I wasn't going to get no justice. You want to know why it wasn't going to happen? Because the fact that it was a police officer. So that was one of the first near-death experiences that I had. I had one at the beach. Coney Island Beach. It ain't like most beaches. Usually they tell your ass, don't get in that water. You got all types of shit in that water. If you ain't stepping on a hypodermic or a used condom, broken glass, a set of pliers, a wrench, baby teeth, a diaper, your ass is going to step on a million and one seashells to cut up the bottom of your feet look like Freddy Krueger face. And that's when you're just getting, that's getting in the sand before you hit the water. Now, when you get in the water, you're going to cut your feet up because of all them tiny-ass little broken shells everywhere. And the worst thing about it is the wild undercurrent. And the undercurrent will suck your ass out towards the deep part of the ocean. You see, in Coney Island, there's a drop-off. They made a man-made pier. They had they created a drop off as well in the water in the ocean, and oh, the drop off is thirty feet deep. Well, there were some bodies that started filling up in the damn drop off because people started missing on the beach and started ended up in the drop off. There's a certain point that you can't go past because it gets even stronger as it sucks you and pulls you out to sea towards the drop off and into the drop off. I remember struggling. I used to, I couldn't swim. You know, I would just walk because, you know, tall. So I would walk so when it got up to my chest, and after that, I just would come back in because I didn't want to get pulled out. Well, that water started pulling, you know. Last thing I want to do is, you know, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to die in my own hood, Coney Island, walking in the water, and I can't swim. And I'm chest deep, and it's pulling me further and further out. You know, and that water, once that water got up more and went over my head, I knew, I was like, y'all got to come get me. I don't, y'all got to come get me. I was jumping and flailing my arms around. I looked crazy in that water trying to get help. Lifeguard came and saved my ass. And my friend, who ironically, his name was Hercules because he was a black superhero. So... I, I was very happy that they asked to save me because, boy, I wouldn't be here right now. And that shit happened before the, the bullets. That was crazy. And that's my first real near-death experience. The bullet wounds were second. The third one? The third one was crazy. I have an OG. His name is Pee Wee. I love that he's like a brother, like a mentor to me. Growing up, I used to always visit different hoods and, and different places to go play ball to better myself because I just love basketball. I have friends all over. 
So I wouldn't just stay home in Coney Island to play basketball. I used to go to other neighborhoods, go to Brighton, go to Luna Park, go to Avenue U, go to Kings Highway, you know, go to Church Ave. I used to go to these places, Sheep's Head, to go play ball. I was walking everywhere, too. I look like basketball Ryu because all I had was a basketball, a book bag, and I'm just wandering around, balling from sunrise to sundown, coming home 2, 3 o'clock in the morning every day, balling, no matter the weather, indoor and outdoor. That was my, that was my life. Ball is life, like they really say. It really was not a game. So... I was ball in Luna Park. That's how I met Pee Wee. Amongst other people. I had a friend who knew who was cool with Pee and Pee got introduced to me. Pee wasn't an always he wasn't an average cat. Pee was from Philly. Pee had a brother named Shalik. Both of them super dope, cool, beautiful humans, beautiful souls. You know, they had interests that matched my interests, my likes, you know. Anime, art, music, you know, karate films, just different things, things that I was into myself and getting to talk with them and vibe with them. I was picking up games from them. They happened to be from Philadelphia. As you hear somebody weak car trying to, you know, speed off. That's just, they from Philly. Philly and Brooklyn has a, has a special bond. It's a love. Between Philly and Brooklyn. Philly and Brooklyn have a kinship, a family bond. If you're from Philly, you bond with people from Brooklyn. If you're from Brooklyn, you bond with people from Philly. If you're from Brooklyn, you probably move to Philly. If you're from Philly, you probably move to Brooklyn. The mentality, the hustle, the hunger, the mindset is very similar Brooklyn and Philadelphia. So that's why the bond is so real. I have friends from other places that they say, yeah, you from Brooklyn? I'm like, yeah. Like, you from Philly? And they be like, yeah. And I'm like, it's automatic. It's a love affair. It's cousins. And it's distant cousins, man. Philly and Brooklyn. So them two cats was from Philly. P was a skateboarder. P had style before everybody else had style. P used to have blonde hair at times. He had his nose ring. P was smooth, man. And Shalik was just laid back, chill, always calm in his zone, you know, he was always in his own skin, in his own groove, you know, it's like he had his own lane, and he never left that lane, ain't nothing disturbed him, nothing took him out of that lane, he always was just in his vibe, in his element, in his place, and it it was always just chill and and, and low-key mode, sometimes you forget he was around, because you may not have heard him, but he was there. He was just cool like that. I used to watch them because they skate. They were skateboarders and they played handball. I used to sit there and watch them do what they do. They used to watch me play basketball. And it was just like a a thing where we admired each other's art. The way I played ball, I treated it as art with the things that I would do. And one night after, you know, playing ball, P was telling me stories about Philly, and I'm asking him, I'm thinking his brain, and we're talking about culture and, and different things, and 
We at the end of the block after we cross the street. Up the block, we see a car. We heard something. We didn't, I guess we were still a little bit down further from when they, I guess, noises went off. But we see a car slow, slow strolling. Smoke is coming out of it. So we thinking these dudes either, that must be smoking. But man's gets closer and he passes by. He points the uh, guns at us. The guns are smoking. And he cocks it and goes bang, like bang, bang, like taking two shots at us while the barrels are still smoking. To say, like, y'all could have been shot right now. You know, they, they go past, and we, you know, as we walking past them and whatever, me and Peter's looking at each other because we stopped. And I'm like, this is some bullshit. We ain't know who homie was. We ain't know who you is at all. You know, never seen your face in the hood. No, nothing. Man just drove by, bang, bang like that, and kept pushing. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the way that situation went. We could have We could have been not here today. And that's one of the wilder near-death experiences. But we were so, like, frozen, not because we were scared, but just because, like, this shit was just so random. You know, he's already seen things in his life, you know, because Pete is older. I've already seen things in my life. Like, again, I done got shot seven times. I've seen a lot in the short amount of time that I've been living in the United States up until that point. I've seen my homeboy get hit in the bat in the face with a mini baseball bat and his eye socket breaking his eyeball hang him hanging out of his socket. I've seen somebody lose their arm on a ride in Con- in the rides in Coney Island because one person is working four or five rides at a time. I've seen gang violence. I've ex- you know, shot myself. So the near-death experiences and things like that is old hat. Living where I live and where I'm from, everybody go through it. It makes you stronger, makes you tougher, it makes you harder. You know, you literally you shake it off and just go on about your everyday business like like nothing, like if it never even happened. As funny as it is, as funny as it sounds, but you know, that's that's really what it is, man. Near death experiences are a common occurrence in Brooklyn, and any any hood anywhere. Near death experience is a common occasion, man. Whether it's from the people in your hood or whether it's your police, something will come that a you know present that experience to you. Whether you don't even want that experience because you wouldn't wish that on nobody. But it happened because of the, it's the circumstances of living where you live. And in the hood, in the projects, any ghetto USA, there's going to be one of those that's going to happen to you, to everybody. 
that was just a small little glimpse of the ones that I went through. I'll, I'll fill y'all in on more, but that's another story for another day as we sit and look out my project window.